make every day electrifying. You know, thank you guys for joining uh, me on another episode of Energized One. I'm here for my first collaboration uh, with my friend Steve, or Plug and Play EV, uh, as his Twitter handle and YouTube channel is. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm Steve Burkett. I'm uh, based out of Greater Boston, uh, Massachusetts, just a bit north of the city. Um, been, uh, I guess we'll get into the EV history and such, but uh, I've been recording... Um, videos from the bolt tv for about a year now um via plug and play and uh, i guess an ev enthusiast for three or four years depending on what you count as an ev <laughs> awesome awesome so what what made you start your youtube channel um so i i'd kind of uh, we've been in a bolt tv since uh the summer of 27 um a lot of you know there are various other youtubers of uh differing consistency yeah. Um, who all kind of contributed to, to getting my family and me specifically interested in EVs, and it, it kind of snowballed from there. Um, I didn't feel like there was really much representation of uh, the East Coast, if you like, <laughs> not to yeah. go all, you know, LA versus uh, yeah. <laughs> the East or like the rap battles, but, um, you know, it's... Uh, it was no one was really covering, you know, cold winters um, like we were having. And some of the stuff that I found, I didn't, uh, you know, like slow DC fast charging in winter, the type of range you can get. I wasn't uh, seeing anyone covering it. So I thought, well, you know, the camera and I can see what I can do. And yeah. uh, here we are about 40 odd videos later and uh, it's growing, you know, slowly but steadily. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I, uh, you know, Steve, I have to be honest, I can't remember exactly how I came across your channel. Uh, I've always been interested in the Bolt and I was probably searching through different YouTube channels and I feel like there's so much representation for like Tesla's versus the Bolt. So it's, it's cool to see a channel, you know, solely focused on that. Yeah. The, uh, you know, Tesla has its, um, that's, it's almost, that is their marketing effort. You know, there's uh, just, you know, it's very influencer focused. There's a real, you know, fan base and that's great. That's how they've expanded, you know, in a lot of ways. But, oh, yeah. um, you know, GM definitely isn't doing the job for the Bolt, so I guess we have to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I feel like that was the same way for the Bolt. You know, I, I feel like the owners were really the true uh, cheerleaders for that car. Yeah. <laughs> People love both of those. Being part of the Chevrolet groups in general, you know, there's there's as much, um, you know, if not more, love for the Volt. Um sheer numbers i guess like you know they sold something like one hundred and fifty thousand to them oh yeah and those yeah. owners love those cars you know it's uh it's a, a big and that was kind of our pathway to into a bolt tv as well because my brother-in-law has a vault the gen one vault so okay. yeah it's um nice. it's a big car important car yeah i actually i had a i had a gen one bolt too i uh found a used one uh for about like twelve thousand dollars it was fully loaded and it only had 15,000 miles on it. Um, so I got pretty lucky with that buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are, they were great cars. And I will say that was kind of my leeway into a Bolt, you know, versus getting yeah, another I think that's EV. the case for a lot of people. Even now, if you look at the forums, you see a lot of people saying, you know, I'm looking at maybe, you know, taking the jump to all electric. I think that the backup of having that gas engine to go the long journeys has, uh, you know, given people... A little bit of an impulsive, but I think you find a lot of Volt drivers, you know, sticking to like 80, 85% electric driving, you know, especially in the later oh, ones yeah. with 50 or 50 on the uh, the battery and, you know, yeah. pretty much tip the balance for them to jump into a Bolt. Exactly. Yeah, it's just an easy transition. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, do you mind kind of telling me how you got into electric vehicles? I know you said that it's only uh, been only a few years. Yeah, it's it's really not. Um, you know, we we um, I've only I'm actually from the UK originally, so we okay. I moved over here with my wife, who's from Ohio, um, in 2009. But we were in New York City, down in Brooklyn. So it it really wasn't, you know, we, car ownership in general is much less there. You know, it's very expensive to have yeah. a car parked, yeah. not doing very much because you don't want to join the traffic. On-street parking is a nightmare whenever we yeah. rented a car <laughs> to go back to Ohio. It was just, you know, not having a car was the bonus. Yeah. So in some ways, you know, a trans than, uh, than actually owning the vehicle now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we didn't need it, anything in Boston in um, 2015. Um, and even then we were fairly close to uh, Cambridge so we could walk to the places and bike to the other places we needed to go oh, um, nice. but when we bought our home in 2016 we you know it started to get into it's not pure suburbia but it's you need a car to you know do the the daily errands getting groceries getting uh, the kids places so that was where we actually needed to move to ownership mm-hmm. so um, my brother-in-law lived with us for a little while and he had kind of a you know symbiotic uh relationship there he you know lent us the car we lent him a room and uh, everybody yeah. was happy yeah. but you know eventually he had to move on and uh, do his thing so now we're um, we actually still have the vault in our driveway because uh, it's harder for him to park again with inner city living oh, yeah. but um the bolt tv came on kind of we leased in summer 2017 um and again just the natural kind of progression of um you know living with a car that could pretty much handle the daily you know grind here and there with uh, on its electric miles with i think his vault still had um yeah so it uh, yeah so basically my brother-in-law had the vault for a little while with us we got used to you know driving on all electric pretty much only occasionally kicking over to gas and i guess the vault has that thing you know a lot of vault owners have the the gas anxiety where oh yeah get to the low bit of the battery and you're like is it gonna kick in am i gonna burn fossil fuels I, I, Definitely understand that. I had that a lot. When but, I had uh, my no, the only cure for that was to, uh, to go all electric, and we uh, we leased the Bolt in summer 2017, which of course means we have about six, seven months now until our lease is up, and that's yeah. a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we can get into that in our next episode. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of have a, a similar uh, pathway, except mine goes like way back to about, four, I would say about 14 years ago. Right. Um, when when I, I, I think I was maybe only in middle school, that's kind of when like the Prius was starting to come about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not the Prius isn't the prettiest car and I'm not like trying to, to bash it, <laughs> but but it kind of introduced me to alternative powertrains. And, uh, you know, I've always been a car guy. I grew up around sports cars. And mm-hmm. um, when, the, when the Prius was first coming. But, you know, like I was saying, the Prius back in 2004 is kind of what introduced me to um, alternative vehicles. And, right. you know, as, as the time went on, you know, I went into high school and uh, I started learning more about Teslas. Uh, the, you know, the first car I drove was a Porsche. Um, so the sports cars have always been in my blood. And when the Roadster first came out, you know, the first gen Roadster, right. uh, that was what really kind of was like the tipping point for me. Uh, I remember becoming obsessed with tesla uh in like 2012 you know when the model s concept was revealed and then as it went into production 
I I remember I was at my my job once it was a retail job and I would just sit on the computer building Tesla, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, good, good work there. But, um, and uh, it just, it became such a fascination for me uh, that I just dove more into the research, more into the technology, you know, what were the benefits of electric vehicles. And um, as I got into college, I kind of moved away uh, from uh, some of the aspects of electric vehicles. I was more focused on class um, but then something kind of reignited that when I got a chance to visit the Tesla showroom in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I bought my first Tesla, uh, jacket. I think it was the, I think they called it the corp jacket. It was like the black one with the red uh, logo on the back or the red oh, yeah. Tesla logo. And, um, that is what like ignited it for me. Uh, I was kind of the kid on campus that wore the Tesla jacket. I talked about Tesla nonstop. I talked about electric vehicles. Um, and, uh, that's when I found out that they were building a showroom in Cleveland and I went there for, I believe it was my 23rd birthday and, uh, I managed to get a test, a test ride. Uh, sadly I couldn't drive at the time. Um, and it was in a P 85 D. Uh, so that's, (laughs) you know, many, many moons ago, uh, in Tesla time. And I, I was just obsessed. It was something like clicked in my mind that I was just hooked on these vehicles and it changed my whole perspective of what a car should be, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up getting a Tesla tattoo, uh, which actually eventually got me a job at Tesla in Cleveland. Right. <laughs> um, but the tattoo, believe it or not, is actually what uh, you know made the manager hire me. <laughs> um, oh, and no. then from there, my career started with them. And, uh, you know, I got to travel with the company. I got to teach people about electric vehicles. Uh, I worked with groups of engineers to kind of present the battery packs to them. Um, I it, it was literally a dream job for me, especially while I was in college. Right. And um, But I was driving a gas-powered car the entire time. And it was kind of eating at me that I, you know, I was kind of preaching this method of transportation, but also being part of the problem at the same yeah. time. <laughs> um, so I kind of felt like a hypocrite. Uh, and that's when I, I looked at bolts. And it took me, believe it or not, four attempts to finally find one and mm-hmm. buy it. <laughs> uh, what were you seeing on the uh, previous attempts? What kind of pricing? What kind of models? Yeah. Um, so, well, for, for me, I am the type of person that doesn't keep a car very long. So I had a lot of negative equity rolled into my previous car. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was the issue I was running into is that I was finding volts between like twelve to maybe like $18,000. And every time I would attempt to go get one, I wouldn't be able to afford the the monthly payment because of the negative equity I had. And uh, I remember, I think I attempted to buy three. Uh, a few were at CarMax and a few were at Chevy dealerships. And uh, that's when I found my white on tuxedo. Uh, that's you know what I call the interior uh, at a Chevy dealership here in, in Talmadge, mm-hmm. Ohio. And uh, it was the perfect price, perfect mileage, and the perfect time for me to get into it. And uh, I, it was, it was pretty much love at first sight. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, but it was really funny because I'll, I'll never forget. I showed up at my, my, you know, showroom in the vaults and everybody made me park in the back of the building <laughs> because they would they, they didn't want any, any customers to see that I was driving a Chevy product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, all the service engineers and the technicians were so curious about it. So, you know, we did all test drives and, you know, it was, it was pretty cool to see. It was like a prototype in a yeah. way for them. Um, but, but that's what led me to the bolt. Uh, you know, I, I kind of took a step back. I leased a, a gas powered Volkswagen and, uh, just to try to get out of that negative equity. And, you know, two years in, I couldn't mentally do it to myself anymore, knowing that I was back into being part of the problem, um, that I found a good deal on a bolt, got $12,000 off of it and jumped right into it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you hit really the the good time because that was you know as they started to get towards the end of the uh, the middle phase of tax credits yeah. and the 2019 kind of crossing over to the upgraded 2020. There were a lot of uh, efforts to move bolts at that point. So I mean, there was a lot of activity and interest in the car in general. Yes. Yeah. That, that's exactly what made us jump on it was the fact that there were still I think it was the 37.5 uh, for the tax credit before it you know was chopped in half. Yeah. Um, or cut in half um, and the dealership we bought it from they were just having such good incentives we couldn't we couldn't pass up on it <laughs> awesome. they're trying to do something to sell them that's a step in the right direction <laughs> definitely definitely well you know you know steve what we can do why don't why don't we talk about our next steps um in in this podcast i know the i know the, that you have a few months left on your lease um yeah. where do you see yourself going well, it's, you know, it's very up in the air. I mean, we're recording this on the day that the, uh, you know, the Ford Mackie is going to be yeah. unveiled later on, even if they've uh, had you know, suspicious leaks in yeah. the past week already. <laughs> I've seen um, plenty of them. But that, yeah. you know, that kind of, to me, the specs on that at least set the bar for the next um, wave of, you know, EVs that are coming out. I mean, we, we, we bought, or at least before the Model 3 was anywhere near ready, um, and I think that's proved to be the case, you know, at that price point that we were at with the Bolt EV, um, you know, the the lower level uh, Model 3s weren't going to be ready for another 18, 24 months. Yeah. So I think we yeah. made the right step on that because, um, you know, I wanted to drive electric from, from pretty much day one of owning the car. Um, so, but, you know, we, we've come to like the uh, the hatchback form factor. Yeah. And uh, with, you know, two kids in the back as well. The Bolt's actually pretty spacious for, uh, you know, for what looks like a pretty compact car. It's, uh, it's a bit like a TARDIS. Once you jump inside, there's uh, plenty of legroom back there, lots of room to play. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we're looking at that um, that crossover small SUV um, form factor. So, you know, the Mackie looks like it will, it will hit that next level of, you know, approaching 300 miles, um, pretty pretty solid performance by all you know specs that have been released so far um you know the, the the zero to 60 time doesn't bother me a whole lot but it is nice to have a bit of performance you know the bolt the bolt is very peppy oh yeah and okay. uh, i would yeah. kind of consider this the minimum that i want now you yeah. know it's going to be hard to go into anything else that doesn't have a you know kind of surprise surprise people at uh, stoplights yeah so <laughs> um, that that compact uh, SUV form factor with a hatchback is what we're looking for. Um, the you know as we get the only real drag factor on the Bolt for us has been you know the the slower road trips. I know you've had something similar. We can yeah. probably cover yeah. later. You know if people watch your YouTube channel, they'll see your uh, road trip up to um, Detroit and beyond. 
um, using the infrastructure. And the same with mine, you know, the road trips. I, I actually enjoy them. I like the planning. I like checking out new places. So I don't have a big issue with it. But, um, you know, the something that charges a bit faster than the, the limited kind of 50, 55 kilowatt max that the bolt will hit. Um, yeah. Something that'll go a little bit further so you don't have to charge, you know, quite as soon. Um, I think that 300 miles um, range is about the sweet spot that we're looking at right now. Could be a little bit less, could be a little bit more, but as long as the vehicle is efficient and can kind of handle, you know, the winter months Definitely. Um, and has that SUV, small small SUV form factor, you know, it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting for us. Um, so that would put currently, uh, you know, probably the Mach-E, the Model Y and the um, ID4, Volkswagen ID4, hopefully. Um, on the short list but again you know who knows what's going to be announced at the LA auto show this week and in the months yeah. beyond so there's a lot you know that's going to change I think whilst we're waiting for the end of our lease definitely definitely yeah I, I've seen some rumors about the LA auto show that there's going to be some EVs that are going to be shown um, I they said something about a Toyota I think I read that on car and driver it was either a car and driver or car scoops um, or some Tesla surprises I know with their Cybertruck uh, being on build next week too it's gonna be yeah, exciting to see. A, a lot. I mean, it feels like you know the last couple of months, other than the Bolt, uh, Bolt TV, you know, 2020 model. Um, there's not been a whole lot of news, but I think we're gonna get a, a cascade in the next week or so. <laughs> so oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, Steve, I wanted to let you know it might cut off because I think we're getting to the time limit again. So if, okay. it, if it does, I'll just I'll call you right back. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I feel the same way about, about the Mach E. I think that's probably going to be the next steps for us too. Um, at least, you know, in that price category, because we, we still have a Volkswagen Jetta that is going to be up on lease in two years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my, my husband, his first car was actually a Mustang. So he's right. always, he's always loved okay. Mustangs. So that pony is, uh, is already in the stable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think there's a lot of people like that. It's, it does seem to be, I'm very glad they positioned it. I don't know, this might be getting too much into the next topic, but um, you know, I'm glad they're positioning it on performance and power and something that is, is you know, synonymous with a part of their brand rather than just, you know, here's our attempt at an electric vehicle. Um, I think they're starting to realize you can't just, you know, market these things on the green potential or the futuristic potential this kind of stuff it's got to be a mix yeah of all that stuff but primarily you know as you were talking about with performance and you know realizing these cars you know weren't the uh you know dawdling little you know zero to 60 in 20 seconds yeah. <laughs> that people you know kind of had painted them with you know suddenly it's very much uh it's you know these things are quick they're peppy they're good for you know right off the line driving instant talk they're also good for you know getting close to longer distances you know they kind of are slowly checking off all the complaints that people have against them and you're getting to the point now where the the complaints seem to be you know if i can't drive across the country on a single charge and you know recharge in five seconds then it's not good enough you know yeah (laughs) they meet i think 90 95 percent of the criteria for people and it's just getting that message across now there's a a, an information gap i think so i'm glad ford is leading with those things like performance and uh, yeah the brand itself i totally agree yeah and and uh just to kind of get off topic it's still recording uh even though it's past the limit that i noticed before um so (laughs) i just wanted to give you a heads up this app doesn't make much sense to me um 
But um, yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way. I, I think, you know, when it comes to EV adaptation, I think a lot of it is based around education. I think a lot of people are ignorant to a lot of the information. And I, you know, like, I don't mean like ignorant in a bad way. I feel like that work gets, you know, kind of thrown around poorly. Um, shown. But but I, I think that there is a lot of education that needs to be put out there and and that's kind of where i want to take my youtube videos is more of a um kind of an unbiased educational approach that helps people gain the basic understandings of what it's like to own an electric vehicle and get into one um and what to expect because you know it's funny i worked for tesla for two years and uh we just went full electric and there was things that surprised me you know that i thought i knew about and um you know, like, uh, like the, how to install the charger at home, you know, what to expect in terms of price and situations. And, um, I never knew any of that (laughs) and it really (laughs) took me by surprise, but, um, that's kind of where I see myself really wanting to go with my podcast and channel is to help people gain a better understanding. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think that that's laudable and it's it's exactly what people need in a lot of cases because you know you'll I'll see people asking questions um you know based on videos and it kind of raises it 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 explains to them that something is possible but then they have yeah. more questions you know so winter is a good example but also you know like you say just getting how do I get the power from my house to the the car you know is it gonna send my electric bill up 200 300 dollars a month and you know, yeah. the answer to all these things is is easy to to give them once you have a real world, you know, case and, you know, it's, it's the answer is no, those things, you know, it's going to be a very similar to live with to a normal car. Exactly. Um, And we can put that message across through, you know, through actually showing them, you know, that's the beauty of the video format. Um, There's a lot of, you know, a lot to be said for podcasts and writing and all the other channels, but, you know, a a video, this is where people go to look for the how to's and the, you know, what does it actually look like to drive this car to charge, to put in a, charger at home all these things you know it's this is the place to answer them in a lot of uh lot of ways exactly and and that's that's really what i want to do i'm actually i'm going out this afternoon and recording a few mini episodes that i'm calling electric vehicle 101s mm-hmm. and uh i'm i have a friend that's going to help me do that <laughs> so and, and he's I, curious I actually, one of your videos that i first came across was the um so like five questions something like that you did with yeah yeah, so that was exactly the same kind of thing, you know, as yeah. exactly, you know, these are common things that people need to ask, but maybe, you know, EVs aren't that common, no matter how much we want to, uh, you know, say they're getting, you know, everywhere. Yeah, um, it's still pretty, you know, it's a rare sight when I come out to Cleveland to uh, to see a Bolt TV. So hopefully yeah. I'll see yours and see some others knocking around. You know, yeah. it's, you you know, know, it's not as we'd like it to be. And, you know, you yeah. need one to one conversation of, oh, that's it, the, it, it's so the funny. I can ask him questions. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I, yesterday when we were driving around, I counted about 12 electric cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, four of them were Audi e-trons. Um, okay. Three of them were That's bolts. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Three of them were bolts and the rest were uh, model threes. Uh, but I, it blew my mind to see how many e-trons were out there. I've only seen two i-paces but there's believe it or not a good amount of e-trons here in cleveland i i've seen like one in the wild i think on on all of the summer kind of driving and yeah especially around like affluent parts of 
like seems a but here's what I think. I think my eye isn't trained to the Etron unless it's charging. Oh I, I yeah, a lot of Audis. I think I may have missed some. Yeah, yeah. Because when <laughs> yeah. I spot, I, I spot a Kona EV now, or you know, I, oh nice. I, I've not so many Neros, but I spot a lot of Konas. But then they have the plug-in hybrids and also the the gas version. So I'm looking for tailpipes or the little yeah. blue streaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it's getting harder yeah. to tell. You know, you know when you <laughs> see a bolt, you know when you see a leaf, but uh, and obviously yeah. Tesla, but it's not so uh, so clear when you're looking at a either an e-tron or a uh, kona nero yeah. that kind of stuff i agree and, and you know that actually brings up another good point of why i wanted to get a bolt over like a tesla besides you know all the incentives that was on this vehicle um is i've always been the type to root for the underdog uh you mm-hmm. know a, a product or a person that like is up and coming and um that's why i went towards the bolt because it's relatively unknown uh you know versus who actually owns you know the the vehicle um, but for me, I wanted to demonstrate that this car is just as capable as any electric vehicle in that price category. Um, my my husband, on the other hand, doesn't really like the Bolt too much. Uh, mm-hmm. He told me the other day that it wouldn't be his first choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's slowly warming into it. Um, but, you know, he's he's the type that drives race cars and sports cars and stuff. Okay. Um, so it's a bit more of a uh, low slung sedan and to feel every bend. Y- yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you the, the first. <laughs> time he uh screeched the tires on the pavement it, it his face lit up um uh-huh. so i think he's warming into it <laughs> you need um, to take him on find some uh curvy i don't know what you call them but like we in the uk we call them country roads just take oh, the yeah. back roads that are all those you know curves and the the weight being planted so low with the heavy battery that's that's a lot of fun my wife yeah. doesn't like it she won't let me drive those roads <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that, if i get a truck or if i get an option with myself i'm just all right i'm just going out to uh kick the tires you're right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah i i really want to take it auto uh through an autocross course uh, mm-hmm. My my husband's actually part of a racing group uh, in Ohio, and uh, they have a big event every September where they send up a massive autocross course. And uh, I've only seen Model 3s there. And, you know, when I say that, I, I mean, like, only two of them. Um, but I would love to demonstrate that the Bolt can, like, compete against a GTI or an R, you know, uh, I forget, the Golf R, you know, like those gas alternatives. Um so I guess we'll see. <laughs> see if I can do <laughs> yeah, that. that sounds like he needs to get his uh, Ford Mackey, and then you need to to get them out to the track. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Well, Steve, why don't why don't we um, you know stop here? You know, we'll kind of save some of the topics for the next episode. Uh, you know, yep. when we talk about the Mackey and some other exciting things coming up. Um, so thank you guys for listening to another episode of Energize One. Uh, if you guys would like, follow me on Twitter at B, uh, the letter B underscore Energized, uh, as well as my YouTube channel at the same name. And uh, Steve, if you want to give a shout out, feel free to. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for hosting me. And thank you for, uh, you know, putting the, uh, the effort into creating such, uh, you know, quality audio content for us. Um, yeah, you can follow me. It's similar, you know, Twitter, Instagram are both at plug and play EV uh, full fully typed out and then the uh, youtube channel you should be able to find uh just searching plug and play ev or you can also go to bit.ly forward slash plug and play ev and uh, that should take you through perfect perfect Perfect. well thank you steve for joining me and uh, we'll see you on the next episode episode. yep thanks so much brandon thank you guys for supporting and listening to this episode of energized one 
If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast on wherever you find your podcast. Follow me on Twitter at B underscore energized and my new YouTube channel, B underscore energized. Also, please support Steve at his YouTube channel and Twitter, which is plug and play EV. Thank you guys and make sure you make every single day electrifying. Take care.